I ran and I ran and I ran. It's uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Uzinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star joins us. You know, every week we have this show all about running. I'm really excited about this show because we're kind of opening our doors. Here at the radio station at AM800, there's there's actually four radio stations all together. And uh, Steve Bell, who is the uh, sports director of AM800, He's going to be on with us tonight, and uh, and so is Jay Hudson, who is the program director from 89X. He's going to be on with us tonight talking about running and about injuries and, you know, competing. And it's just, we're getting into that season where we're going to start doing our half marathons, our full marathons, and, um, you know, the, you can feel the excitement building. Run for Heroes is less than two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, you know, just frantically emailing and calling, and everyone's really excited about that. You can, you can feel the the energy in the air in the community. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a good show. Mm-hmm. And we've made a bunch of announcements here at Running Flat. If you're unfamiliar with Running Flat, uh, we're an organization that uh, produces races. Uh, we, we will have an announcement coming up in the next week or so about our uh, Le Chocolat. It will be opening up soon. It will have a course in Windsor that will be a half marathon. And it will be hopefully the course that we want. I mean, no uh, what? Double backs? No, no, no double and a half loops. But but soon, you know, we'll be announcing that. I'm really, really excited about the course and, and that event as well. Uh, Peely Island Winery Half Marathon, our little half marathon on an island in the middle of Lake Erie, is almost sold out. And, and that is for uh, for June, uh, May 30th of, of next year. And, uh, and of course, we have the World Alzheimer's Day uh, Run for Heroes Marathon, which we've had a number of announcements over the last number of weeks. Uh, some good, some not so good. And, and when I say not so good, we, we have made a, an announcement that we will not have the marathon next year, that we are going to drop the 42-kilometer course. Now, I, I did media from all over the place regarding, you know, the killing of, of the marathon for next year. One of the people in the media from the CBC actually came to me. She says, have you ever thought of a crowdsource? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know what? As a last-ditch effort, okay, that's a great idea. I mean, you know, let's put it out there. If people, because there was an outpouring of people saying, hey, you know, we, 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 what can we do to help you save this marathon? Because it brings over 600 tourists to Amherstburg. It highlights our town. It's a Boston it highlights qualifier. Our, it's a Boston qualifier. People want this event. Because it is that. It's a big event in our community. So we opened up the crowdsource on Sunday. Sunday morning, we opened up the crowdsource on Indiegogo. It's like a pylonathon, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and, and the crowdsource has raised $8,000 in two days for pylons. It's impressive. And you need, what, 45000 We right? need 45000 You're on your way, though. We're on our way. We're on our way. So what's really incredible about this, and here's the, here's the story for those who don't know. When you're doing a marathon, especially a marathon of this size, 42 kilometers, is a very long in and out, a 14 and a half kilometer section. We use a pylon, a ministry approved, you know, large pylon to demark the lane so cars stay in their lanes and runners stay in the other lane. We need 2,000 pylons to make that happen. We so rent a lot of we rent them from Toronto because nobody <laughs> collectively in southern Ontario owns 2000 pylons. So what we end up doing is we we import 2000 pylons for 5 hours and spend $10,000 doing that every single year. So, you know, we reviewed it and we just can't afford to do that mm-hmm. any longer that and we spend $5,000 for policing. So we say, you know, we, we can't do this any longer. Uh, we're done with it. We love the event. It was an amazing event, but we can't afford it anymore. And, um, 
And it would be a different story if we owned it. Because mm-hmm. then if we owned it, we could have them for a couple decades. I mean, they're not going to go bad. We don't leave them out all year long. I mean, you know, so, you know, you can literally have 2,000 pylons where you storm and how they travel is another story. But, you know, if we owned them, different story. It really adds the longevity to the event and, and really kind of solidifies it in our community. So that's where we're crowdsourcing to own 2,000 pylons. Now i got to explain to my wife, I'm going to go store them in the garage. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, where are you going to put those? <laughs> no, I'm not going to store them in the garage, and I promise. I, and I understand with your program, if you donate 25 bucks, you get to have your name on the pylon? Right. So, you know, if, if you want to get there right now, you can go to any one of our Facebook pages, and, and in, in the stories, in the feeds, you'll, you'll find a link to the Indiegogo site. If you go to runningflat.com, go to the Run for Heroes, uh, World Alzheimer's Day Run for Heroes page, right at the very top, there's a link uh, for, for people to uh, to go to the Indiegogo uh, site. And if you donate $25, which is what the cost of a pylon is, mm-hmm. they're expensive, uh, we will throw your name on it. And if you're a company, we'll throw your logo on it. And that stays on there. Indefinitely. Excellent. So the other thing that you can do is donate $5,000 and have a 5K section of the course named after you. And is that going to be marked? It will be. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and and we've had uh, a person take us up on that offer, and mm-hmm. we have a couple more who who are, who are investigating taking us up on that offer as well, to that's name it after their companies. Absolutely, you know, so that you know that whole five K section of that course is brought to you by Kelly Steele. There you go, <laughs> Kelly Steele and the Windsor Star. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fabulous? I'll, I'll mention that to my bosses that'd be, tomorrow. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but you are listening to, to Running Flat Radio on, on AM800 CKLW. Uh, next week, we will be talking more in depth about the marathon, what to expect, uh, all the vendors at the uh, at the Health Expo, because we have a Health Expo component, and then we're going to uh, have the marathon, and then mm-hmm. just after that will be the Grapes of Wrath. Um, they'll be in talking about their obstacle uh, wine event. Nothing like mixing obstacles and wine together. <laughs> it's, it's a fabulous <laughs> idea. And uh, so they'll be on in a couple weeks. And uh, we have a couple other really big celebrities coming up before the winter hits that they're really excited about. And it all kind of coincides with our Canada Day mm-hmm. uh, project as well. So good, it was a good week for running. It certainly was. It was a good week for running. So uh, you are listening to AM800 and and Running Flat Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Windsor Family Credit Union is proud to offer a family of free checking accounts. The personal one free checking account allows members unlimited deposits and branch withdrawals, checking, electronic, and pre-authorized debits. Involved in a charity, service club, or nonprofit group? Look into the Community One Free Checking Account. And of course, the Business One Free Checking Account provides business members with custom financial solutions. Have you made the switch? Visit WFCU.ca. WFCU. Like a bank, only better. Take Ford's Some Garages Oil Change Won't Get Service Ford Train Technician. That means they might not take time inspect little things, all nuts, bolts, and certainly won't have Ford trained advisors on hand explain everything you, not in million years. So visit Ford's store today, The Works. 83-point inspection, including oil change, tire rotation, $69.99. It's great way, make sure nothing left out. When it comes to your Ford, beware parts unknown. Taxes extra. Visit participating Ford stores, conditions, details. We ask people, what makes McCafe coffee so good? Smooth, it's delicious. Aromatic. It's fresh, it's fast. They make it perfect every time. I like the flavor and also like the value. You definitely should go try one. You need to try McDonald's coffee. You have to try it. The rich, smooth, and delicious taste of McCafe premium roast coffee. I'm switching. <laughs> Buy any seven hot McCafe beverages and get the eighth medium free. Only at McDonald's. Give it a try and it'll be your new favorite. At participating McDonald's restaurants in Canada, see restaurant for details. It's time for people living with epilepsy in Windsor and Essex County to step out of the shadows and into the sun. Join the A-Team and Epilepsy Support Center for their Fun in the Sun barbecue. Anyone whose life has been touched by epilepsy is welcome to attend this Saturday, September 13th from 11 until 2 at the Micmac Park Picnic Area. Enjoy delicious barbecue, games, prizes, face painting, and more. Be sure to say hello to the AM800 A-Team while you're there. To RSVP and for more information, visit epilepsysupport.ca.
Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight clearing a low of 18. Tomorrow gusty wind late in the morning. Showers beginning in the afternoon along with a risk of a thunderstorm, a high of 25. Wednesday night showers ending, a risk of a thunderstorm in the evening and after midnight. We'll get 40 millimeters of rain tomorrow. Gusty wind, another low of 18. Thursday a mix of sun and cloud, 40% chance of showers, a high of 20. Friday a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 19. Once again, clearing tonight, a low of 18. Right now at Kudo, you can get a Samsung Galaxy S3 for $0 on the tab, plus a $100 bonus gift. I'm no math genius, but let's see. $0 plus $100, and then if I carry the 7 and multiply that by the square root of pi, and then triangulate the decimal... Oh, forget it. It's $100 more than you have right now. Get the Samsung Galaxy S3 for $0 plus a $100 bonus gift with flexible plans. Some conditions apply. See store for details. Be, be, be prepared, because when the big news breaks, it breaks here. Our top story this hour. Our top story this hour. Our top story this hour. AM 800 CKLW. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is, this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Zinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Uh, Running Flat Radio is all about running, believe it or not. We're, we're a show that really kind of gets you off the couch and down the driveway, and and it's for all kinds of runners. I, you know, it was amazing. I was, at, I was at the wine festival over the weekend. People were stopping me and saying, you know what, tell Kelly, you know, we just we love the show. <laughs> we love the show. because so nice. Because they, they say we're not even runners, and we listen to the show every week and uh, and and they just love it. So Well, we uh, have a lot of fun doing it. We we do. And and you know, just before we get to our guests, we have a question from one of the listeners about plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And 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 they wanted to know exactly how you were treating your plantar fasciitis. I've been asked that a question by more people. <laughs> Honestly, the way can, can we explain what plantar fasciitis is? Yeah, it's almost it's like a it's it's your at the bottom of your foot, from your heel to your, I guess, your um, ball of your foot there, there's fascia or whatever it is underneath, which is a bunch of ligaments and that. What happens? It gets stretched. It gets torn. It gets just bruised up. The best way to describe it is when you get up in the morning, you put your foot down. Oh, it yeah. hurts like heck. In fact, there were many mornings when as soon as my foot hit the ground, I was almost in tears and it would take a while before I could actually walk. And it felt the, broken. Is the pain in the arch? Is that, is the that arch kind of where the pain is? The arch and the heel, primarily oh, in the okay. heel, but right. you do get it. You know, I ran a half marathon with it. So when I was done, my whole foot hurt really badly. Like I said, I thought it was broken. Right. But um, what I did was I went to I went to see Paula Radovich, and um, we she did absolutely everything. I didn't have the cortisone shots in it, but um, had the Lucky shock you. wave. I know, I know, that was like the last resort on that. But the shock wave. I was pretty painful. It was just a treatment every week I'd go in. It was almost. It sounds like a jackhammer, to be really honest. And she puts it on your heel, and it just like pounds away at your heel and it's supposed to break up some of the scar tissue again in there and, and get things going then the next day i'd go in and we'd have she'd laser it she'd stem it they did grass and whereas they pretty much take this metal metal rod thing and they just kind of grind all of your ligaments it's, it's painful but you know Why? what but it's against the geneva convention <laughs> <laughs> honestly all the stuff she did like, it, honestly, I told them, you do whatever you have to do. I'll go through whatever pain possible. Just get this thing feeling better. Uh, and yeah, honestly, yeah, it yeah, took yeah. about nine nine weeks, and there was no running, no anything. I didn't even go to the gym. So nine weeks of being good, which just, was really difficult. Just torture. Just it was hard. torture. Yeah, I was miserable. But uh, you know what? It's paid off now. My foot feels great. It's still, it's achy still in the morning. But, you know, they also sell that really crazy sock with the sling that comes off the front <laughs> of the toe up to your knee, and you kind of walk around. Uh, does that thing work? You know what? I tried it, only I had the boot. It was a, a really hard plastic boot. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried to sleep with your feet like that? It must be fashionable. It, it's, not, it's not normal. So I laid there, and I'd, I'd say to myself, okay, just do it. You can do it 10 minutes. Okay, 10 more minutes. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I'd rip it off. I couldn't sleep with my feet like that. So I don't really know if it works yeah. or not. I just couldn't do it. Uh, Steve Bell from, from AM800, <laughs> the, the sports director, is, You're making is me laughing cry. at it. Because I had the boot you as went well. through it, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I forget, a couple hundred dollars, and, and you could keep it on, and it's all you can think about all night is that silly boot that's up to your knee. <laughs> you can't sleep and with you it. Try 
every um, cortisone shots, they are really a blast. And the little bit I do know, I believe the heel uh, is the hardest or second hardest bone in your body. Mm-hmm. So when Doc Anna said he, he gets a lot of joy in drilling that needle into both of my heels, oh, gosh. It, it will bring a grown man to tears. <laughs> like, <laughs> but and I was willing, like, hey, when the when you crawl to the washroom in the morning. I get up at 3.30 to come in here to the radio station, and you literally, on your hands and knees, because you're dread even the thought of getting onto your feet on hardwood floors in our house and walking to the washroom. That's but then later in the day, you're going to try to get in your running shoes and, and go out and... So, I'm yeah, sorry, it, is it just a matter of warming it up, loosening it up, and then by, uh, by midday, it's okay? Yeah. Is, is it that, gets is better. That how it does? It does, yeah, it gets better. It never doesn't. Like, it hurts all the time, <sighs> but the morning's the worst. And I find, actually, and I find it, once I get in the shower, it's sometimes the hot water would make it feel better. Yeah, but the pain, you know, I've never given childbirth, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is intense into the heel, so. Well, I had one doctor say, well, if it hurts, don't walk. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I have to get to work. I can't not walk. So. Yeah, when, when I was doing really, really long runs, I actually saw a, uh, a doctor who told me once, I said, you know what, around, around kilometer 17, my IT band pops and, and starts to hurt. He goes, well, then run 16K. <laughs> I said, well, dude, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's unbelievable. Jay Hudson uh, joins us as well. Jay is the program director from 89X, one of the, one of the other stations uh, here in the, the Bell Media family. Welcome. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I'm used to uh, playing loud music all the time and, you know, talking about running here and there, but a whole show about it. This is cool. You know, it's it's really had a, uh, an amazing effect. Uh, we, we Like I said, like in public, people will stop me and say, oh my gosh, I listen to your show and I don't even run, but I just, I just find it really entertaining and I also find it really interesting because... We talk about so many crazy things, and we haven't even gotten to the flatulence show yet, right? And the we touched a little bit on last, last week. Thing. I listened in. Yeah. We're getting, yeah. <laughs> and we will get there. I mean, I'm, we're going to work our way up to that that gross factor. But but you know, I, I wanted to get Stephen here for a couple reasons, and you know, Jay talking about uh, more of the performance running. But you know, let's talk about injuries, recovering from injuries. You know, we had John Stanton on our good friend last week. Uh, John, for those who aren't familiar, is the owner and founder of the Running Room. Uh, chain of stores in North America and, and a real icon in running for the last 30 years, 35 years. Uh, what, and, and John had a horrible accident where he had to really basically kind of reconstruct his knee from a, a golfing accident of all accidents and, you know, kind of laid in bed for, for a month. And, and you know, I, I would Facebook him almost every other day saying, hey, any sharp objects near you get away, you know, kind of thing. Because you, know, you know how runners are. You know, if, if you're not running and, and you're used to that cadence in your life, then you're, you're going to go into that funk. And uh, so I just thought that, you know, we would talk about injury. We talk about recovering from injury and, and the prospects of it and, and the funk. Well, I, I contacted you just over a week ago and, and my wife's the one, too, that said, please, you are miserable around the house <laughs> if you're not. And, and let's get something straight. I run a little bit, I, you know. Unlike Jay. Jay is an excellent runner, a marathoner, Boston Thank marathon. You, I really. Appreciate I'm it. not. I'm. I ran some, you know, a, a number of halves, and for an old guy, I'll be 57 in a couple of months. I, I thought no I held my own. 57? Yeah. Really? So, I, you know, I, a, a, a buck 37 in Detroit a couple of times, a buck 39, a buck 40. Those are, so, those are fantastic times, by the way, for a half marathon. Not bad, not, but uh, then a number of nagging injuries, uh, plantar fasciitis, both heels, uh, cortisone shots in both. So how did that? How did, how did that come on? Well, that... like likely um, a number of things. Um, maybe a bit of a heel striker. Uh, not the lightest on my feet. Uh, some bad technique. Um, running on concrete. I mean, you take a look at the, the a lot of the top runners in the world, and they're from countries that they don't know what cement or concrete is. So. Right. Uh, even, you know, there's not many good trails or, you know, so I, I think just a number of things, uh, you know, led up to it and then continuing to run when you're, when you're injured. So some people kind of helped, you know, so I did, and I had arthroscopic knee surgery on both my right knee, torn meniscus, torn meniscus, uh, Monday marks the one year anniversary of torn meniscus on my left knee. And Doc Anisa did a great job. And, uh, I would walk, we always joke at the radio station. I, I live in Tecumseh. It's, I don't know, 17 clicks from here, 18 clicks, you know. 10, eight miles, nine miles, and I'd walk home lots. In the middle of a snowstorm, I'd walk mm-hmm. home. But to run from me to you, Chris, was it. It just kept acting up, the knee. Yeah. So I went to see Doc Anaceta a month or so ago, and he said, uh, look, we've rehabbed it a bunch. We've done some physio on it. 
if you want to run, run. Let's let's give it a go. So, and you're so fearful that oh, I don't want to have another heel injury or knee injury. And so, baby, baby steps. I'd go to the park at Lacoste Park and look like a fool and run on the grass, mm-hmm. and just run A to B on the grass. People look like this guy is weird, slow, <laughs> and out of, and and I went to see. Uh, I'll give them a plug. Uh, Tooch, uh, Joe over at uh, New Balance, and Gary yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Running Factory. I'm wearing the very fashionable 10, 12. They weigh about 12 pounds each. <laughs> the big motion control. I said, I don't care if I'm the slowest guy and people laugh at me in the Ganacho Trail. I don't want to get hurt. And I was wearing a you know a very good like a 1260 version three uh, stability shoe. But I've gone to the big. Well, it's going to say Cadillac. You've got a very nice Cadillac. <laughs> Thank Mine's you. the old DTS. I love them. The big giant Cadillac uh, of shoes. So again, I, I'm just looking <laughs> but, but let me, for let, protection. Let's, let's clarify that. No one laughs at anybody out there running. No, they don't. No. And that's, but, but that's, I know, that's, I know that's, you feel like it, Steve. I know we all feel like it, but yeah. no one does. No, and, and that's the thing that I could not believe from the few, from just starting my first couple to 5Ks or a 10K. You know, fun, they call them a fun run for a reason. They're fun. And the support that other people, whether it's the, vol- the volunteers are unbelievable at any event. That are, hey, you can do it. You're doing great. Keep going. Keep. It's like these people have got up at five or six in the morning to come out. They don't even know yeah. me mm-hmm. or you or anybody to cheer you on or to, to to ring a cowbell. And then after the camaraderie, yeah, I sure you want to check your time and it's competitive to a certain. But there's nobody's making fun. It, it, it's no. tremendous support uh, and it's contagious. Once you get that first, I know Teresina from the radio station is going to run her first ever timed. She, she ran the color run, mm-hmm. but she's going to come in and run your 5K. Oh, nice. And, <laughs> and I said, well, you're on the clock. So she's a little, <laughs> but the same way you guys, I, I love the show. I don't want to take up much more time. You got real and, runners on here, but the you, thing I, that, go ahead. That, that, I, that I love about the show, and it maybe doesn't apply, to be honest, quite so much of, you know, your first 5K or 10, but even a little bit further the laying out of the clothes and, and not wearing something brand new mm-hmm. or that a pair of socks they might have been the greatest socks ever but if you've not worn them and washed them and you get a little and you could likely get through a 5 or a 10k even a half marathon you're an hour in and all of a sudden there's a rub a rub chafing yeah. I learned yeah. about that um, I've had bleeding parts of my body that I didn't think would bleed uh, nipples so, yes, yes. <laughs> bleeding nipples and I, I my sounds first, like a heavy metal band my, my first race in Detroit uh, and it was a nice white uh, shirt I had on a brand that Joe and the guys had hooked me up with it and it was a beautiful and I, I thought oh thanks Gary after I, I put it in the, the race bag and it was red and I thought the yeah. dye from the bag ruined my brand new shirt and I didn't realize I said oh I hope my wife can wash this it's a beautiful uh, high tech running shirt, and it's got stained from the. And I got home, and you when I went to jump in the shower, in the shower yeah. <laughs> I jumped in the shower yeah, and screamed. Yeah. And my wife goes, "What?" And I goes, "Ah, yeah. um, my nipples are bleeding." So, so that was why my shirt. So, doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> when you're when you were saying about laying out stuff, I think I said it last week. Like a huge thing I do with I teach a lot of people how to run newbies and uh, half and full marathoners, mm-hmm. and we always take our outfits. For a test run and i know they yeah, roll always. their eyes at me and everything else yeah. but i'm like whatever right down to socks underwear everything. whatever you wear that that day and you're going to find out if anything has the same in it but you're, but everything from sorry from that to food and preparation where and, to put and, your car keys that's and, a huge oh. thing race day everyone freaks on that we'll it be is. back we'll talk more about <laughs> nipples and car keys <laughs> after these messages from the AM 800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Paul Pedro. At least one person has been taken into custody during a standoff in Walkerville today. The standoff at Tecumseh Road and Gladstone continues. Tactical squad officers had their guns drawn earlier today. Police are asking people to avoid the area. Tecumseh is now closed between Moy and Lincoln. Once again, Tecumseh now closed between Moy and Lincoln because of a standoff. Off. Environment Canada says thunderstorms with heavy downpours and gusty winds are possible for Windsor Essex tomorrow afternoon and evening. Local rainfall amounts of nearly 40 millimeters are possible tomorrow. A cold front will also arrive by Thursday morning. And the local health unit is investigating a possible human case of West Nile virus after a mosquito pool in the county tested positive. The local medical officer of health says it's the first sign of the disease this year in our area. 
AM 800 Sports, the Tigers continue a homestand against the Royals tonight. Right now, the Big Cats are up 1-0 bottom of the first. The Jays are home to the Cubbies tonight, and the Cubbies are up 1-0 over the Bluebirds top of the second. From the AM 800 Weather Center, tonight clearing a low of 18. Tomorrow, gusty wind late in the morning. Showers beginning in the afternoon along with a risk of a thunderstorm, a high of 25. Wednesday night, showers ending, a risk of a thunderstorm in the evening and after midnight. We'll get about 40 millimeters of rain tomorrow, gusty wind, and another low of 18. Right now in Windsor-Essex, 21 Celsius, that is 70 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM 800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. And welcome back to Nipple Radio <laughs> on Tuesday nights. <laughs> uh, Running Flat Radio, if you're not familiar with us, we are a, a, a show dedicated to endurance sports. Running is really kind of what our, our mainstay is, but we are going to talk about cycling a little bit later on into the fall. And uh, joining us today is uh, is Jay Hudson from 89X, a program director, and Steve Bell, uh, the uh, sports director from CKLW. Uh, Steve has run uh, the half at Amherstburg. Yeah, a couple uh, of times. A couple of times. And um, the Run for Heroes Marathon uh, is going to happen in a week and a half on the 21st and 20th. Uh, just a real quick recap. Um, we have a full marathon that has, I think, about 40 spots left. The half marathon is totally sold out. The 10K is totally sold out. The 5K on the Saturday, and those are all on the Sunday morning. The, on the Saturday, we have the 5K, which still has some spots available. And we also have a kids marathon. For those who don't know what a kids marathon is, we make kids run 42 kilometers. But they don't do it all at once. They they run uh, 41 kilometers on their own pace, usually for a better part of, of a month or a month and a half or two months, you know, with mom and dad or guardian. They log in all those miles. They get 41 under their belt. They come and see us on the Saturday morning, run the last kilometer with us, and believe it or not, get a marathon medal. And, and Jay... Jay Hudson here from 89X, of yeah. course, who's going to run the half for the first time. Wait, and I haven't checked out the medals. Unbelievable. The, from, from the past, from from the the couple of times that I've... The, yeah. Fantastic medals. We, we in 2012, were, were named the top 10 medal in running uh, for our 1812 medal. We've always had the 1812 theme. Last year, we had the uh, the Battle of Erie with a big tall ship. This year, we have a cannon on it. It's it's phenomenal. It has the Union Jack and it has the American flag behind it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's something we work really, really hard at is, is getting the swag and getting the art just right yeah. right so uh but but so you've run the half so maybe you can tell jay about about the half uh, i and i haven't run a lot of halves you know detroit i think three or four times the mm -hmm. back half in detroit uh to come see a few times likely about eight or nine halves but uh the thing i remember on both occasions that sunday morning so organized and, and i like to get i'm a little bit ridiculous i like to get to an event really early like, <laughs> I don't know, the race is at 7, what, what time start it's, time? It's usually around 7.15. We, we, wait, we wait for the sun practice dawn, yeah. just, just to give us a little bit of light on the road for Sounds like they're safety. a couple hours, but whether it's people parking, the, and I know you guys touched on it last week, it is so well organized, so well run, you don't have to worry about anything. Um, obviously, you're going to have to pick up your uh, your race package and get them up and everything, yep. so you're going to know where you're going, but in terms of parking and and the most important thing in running, uh, Porta John's. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Everything is. is so well run, Jay. You're just gonna love it. But the for the, the evacuation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, but the thing that that I remember too is the 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 sun coming up. And, uh, and I don't know Amherstburg that well. Uh, after, I don't know, five, ten minutes, you're out of town. And the windmills in the background, I think it's is it Big Creek? You yeah, run over the bridge. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous you're uh, is it down towards ducks on the roof or somewhere you come out yep. south end of town yep. you come back into the town there's people cheering you on uh through the historic uh, fort malden uh there's a little tease as you get near the end you think oh i can see the arena oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're done no no they bring you down another couple of roads and, but it yeah. is uh i'm getting excited it's a, <laughs> it, it's a fabulous event that uh, chris done you know and i remember when you started i thought yeah we'll start and a number of other people that I got to kind of run into um, that, that would come up to me at certain half marathons or 10K races would tell, 
Bowler, you know, you do sports and stuff. You really should have a show on running. Really? Yeah. You should have a running show on this station. Chris has followed through with uh, <laughs> our program director, Keith Chinnery, yeah. and, uh, and, and let him run with it. And from people that, if you think, Teresina, who's going to run her first real 5K. Awesome. To a seasoned marathoner like Jay, who's run New York and Boston and Detroit a number of times with fabulous times, uh, to real, I call real, or to the casual person that jogs down the Ganacho Trail just to try to keep the weight down a little bit and have some fun. Uh, it's a show that, uh, and it's an event too. The Run for Heroes. My dad had late onset um, mm. Alzheimer's, uh, passed away five years ago now. Um, so yeah, there, there's some and Alzheimer's. Oh, uh, it, it, what it, a terrible it, disease! Yeah, yeah. that really and So I mean, the, the event, the cause, yeah. uh, the people, the the support you get. It's uh, it's second to none. And, and don't forget about the cannon. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cannon as well. <laughs> if you haven't evacuated before the race, you'll evacuate when the cannon shoots off. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm excited that people in radio are actually running because, uh, you know, they've always, like, a lot of listeners all the time, they always think we just, like, sit behind the microphone and eat donuts all day, <laughs> which is probably true for a lot of stations. There's actually, like, I think half of our staff over at 89XR runners, Cal Cagno, Kim Scott, uh, they've all raced. Cal's done Chicago and, and Detroit nice. now. He's a, he's a runner, and it's it's good to see. I feel like it's getting uh, more and more exposure, more popular, especially with the radio community. You, you know, Ganip is running. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is, yeah. yeah. And I've known Ganip for, like, it's yeah. going to be 35 years. We've, we've been best friends. He's and, dropped and a ton of weight, too. He he's looking great. Yeah. He looks fabulous. And, and and I was in last week, or the week before last, I was in with him, and, and he was he's running at night, and, and we talked about uh, doing a, a 5K, and, and hopefully we'll get him out to run for heroes to do the 5K mm-hmm. with us. It'd be it'd be great to have them. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about Jay and 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 training and and you're gonna do the half uh, with yep. us. Uh, kind of as a little primer to warm up for for Detroit. This yes, year? yeah, making uh, the comeback to Detroit after uh, you know doing the the big ones around the states, and uh, I'm I'm happy to kind of take it back home and 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 do it right here in city I was born and raised in. Right, and and so you are actually running with the the Hansons. Yeah, you know the, the famed are Hansons program. Are you training program. with the Hansons? Yeah, I do like group Very runs cool. with them on the weekend, and um and Clint Varen, who's uh, a a Hansons team member. He um, owns a side company called Run Guru, and uh, he's my coach, as well as uh, Brendan Martin, who was uh, a former member of the Hansons team. So I work with them on a lot of stuff and, uh, you know, daily programs and running, and we do group runs. And they have a really good system over there. It's uh, We have to get those guys on the show to talk yeah. about what they do. They Absolutely. are pretty incredible. You know, when, when for those who aren't familiar with Hansons, uh, Hansons is a, a, a chain of of stores in, mm-hmm. in Michigan. And what they did was they, they got together with Brooks, um, and, and decided to do an incubator where they bought a house, put all these performance athletes that they've recruited from around North yeah. America, put them in a house and say, you're going to work at the store during the day, you're going to train with us at night, you're going to eat with us, you're going to get on the bus, you're going to drink the Kool-Aid, and, and we're going to make you into elite athletes. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating story because it's really all about focusing those efforts, kind of like Nike does in Portland. Um, oh, there's another one up in, in Colorado as well yeah. uh, that I know Meb was a part of. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, each country has that type of a system as well when it comes to Olympic training and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to have those guys on because yeah, they we'll, we'll they're right that. here. Yeah, th- it's cool that we have that right in Detroit. And, like, their training facilities are all over Metro Detroit. And they have cool they, – they know all the cool places to run. I'm sure a lot of runners out there that are listening in the Detroit area have seen the Hanson's van at Stony Creek and Kensington. They're, they're all set up all over there. And those, those kids are insane athletes. I've what, never seen anything like it. What got you into running? Um, actually, you know what? I never ran in high school or college or anything. I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't do that. I was an amateur boxer, golden gloves. So I did a lot of running with training, you know, road, road work, which boxers do nothing yeah. timed, just getting, you know, max six miles in in the morning for training. And then, uh, obviously I didn't want to continue boxing cause I didn't like to get hit too much and I uh, discovered radio, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> still wanted to stay in shape. So I continued to run and then, you know, started falling into the whole, racing thing and then got addicted to it like everyone else and every my fiance thinks i'm crazy and i'm nuts and i'm weird and i have all these things around my house that all these tools and utensils to the roller oh (laughs) it looks i have so many things at the house people look at like what is this thing with like rollerblade wheels on it and it like clamps to your leg and it's like a self-massager and i'm like well that's for your it band and (laughs) yeah and uh, you're you're uh you're talking about planner fasting i just like I have lacrosse balls all around the house. Mm-hmm. So I roll, roll my foot on lacrosse balls all night. And 
Yeah. She's so used to it now. In there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, are you training with the Hanson's training plan? Um, I do. Well. Because isn't their plan a little different where you guys is, don't actually yeah. run 20 milers, but the whole basis, if, unless I'm mistaken, is that you run, you learn to run on really tired legs, right? It's like Very a lot tired of big legs. Mi- yeah. It's kind of like no risk, no reward kind of um, theory. You'll do uh, a 10 to 12 mile run on a Friday and then you'll do your 18 to 20 mile long run on Saturday. Yep. And it's all, you know, it's very, very high mileage. Now, me working full time in radio, being on air program director, it's hard for me to really like get any. I think I peak at maybe 80 to 85 miles a week. And that's a lot. Like, I mean, I can barely walk at night, like doing it. I mean, that's doubles. Like, sometime I'll get off the air, I'll go home and do a double. Like, um, but I hit doubles. These guys are like turning out like 120 to 140 mile weeks. Now, is this going to be your first marathon on this plan? Running 80 to 85 miles a week, yeah. Be interesting to yeah. see how you do, eh? Yeah. And what's your PB for a marathon? 246, which was um in Traverse City this past Memorial weekend. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Race day, are you wearing the Hanson singlet? I don't know, maybe. Just like maybe. Just I got I got, I got a whole thing at home. I got to go through it. Because like, <laughs> you know, the Hanson singlets always stand out. Yeah, you always they, know they're going to be at yeah. the front of the race. Uh, yeah. What, what's Jay laying out the night before on the end of his <laughs> oh. bed with his running shoes and his little socks yeah. and I'm, uh, the glide? And... I'm ridiculous with that stuff and I always take a picture, put it on Instagram. And... <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you attach your bib to the shirt before you put it on? Of course. Oh, there we go. Of course. Oh, yeah. I, I prep very... Uh, Everything. You're officially in the club. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big jeller? Um, you know, I'd, it's funny because I feel that uh, w- there's a lot of friends of mine that will race for the first time. And like after one mile, they're slamming gels. I'm like, no, no, no come yeah, on, man. Like, you had to. I do like a full marathon. I'll do one every seven miles. Okay. You know, uh, just to keep it going. There, I can go without them, too. You know, I just I think it's more of a mental thing for me, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I don't know how much it actually works. You know, it, some people can feel it. Me, I just like, I think it's like, okay, I had a job. I'm good. You know, I can do this 26. But it, it's funny what you're saying that it, it is mental because yeah. I'm the same way. I've been running for, gosh, 17 years and everything I've always done, I never change it. I don't really yeah. need, even know if it works anymore. It just something keeps working. So I'm scared to change anything, Yeah, which is kind of silly. But that's a, you know, with all my runners, especially my new runners, I really, really stress them how mental running is. It's probably the biggest part of it. Oh, it's huge. That's like the number one thing, Mm -hmm. especially when you get in, um, when you're running a full marathon, anything past like, you know, 18 to 20 mile range, like you can't even feel your legs. It's pretty much numb. It's all mental and you hate yourself. You hate everyone around you. Um, (laughs) Don't don't hate the race director. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not the race director. But I'll tell you what, like everyone says how great the crowd is in Boston, New York. At that point, it doesn't even matter. Like <laughs> my pet peeve is at twenty miles when someone says to me, "You're almost done." And yeah. I was like, I'm not. No. I still have to run for another yeah. hour. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure it helps a little bit, but yeah, it, it's it's totally. If you can get over the, the the mental roadblock, you'll be okay. It's 100. percent Do you run with music, knowing who you are and what you do for a living? You would you would think so, and I did for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and then I started running with a a, a, a like a um. What do they call that? Like drummers use a click track? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I have like a little click track now to make sure I'm getting like my 90 steps in every minute. Like just. So for your cadence. Yeah, exactly to okay. help that out. And then um, you know, I'm just like attached to my Garmin. You know, oh, I saw something the other day. They're like, uh, you know, if I pass out, if someone sees me passed out on the side of the road, make sure you stop my Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. It's like you're you're so worried about your time and clicking your watch all the time, you know. <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800, CKLW. I listen to you guys every day faithfully because honestly and truly, AIM 800 is the best source of news and talk for Windsor. CKLW. Let's be honest. Everyone wants to spend less of their hard-earned money on things like car insurance. So here's some good news. Right now, Allstate is proud to announce new lower auto rates here in Ontario. So if you haven't already thought about switching to Allstate, now's the perfect time. 
Get honest protection at a great price. Talk to your local Allstate agent. Get personalized service and advice from one of three Allstate agencies in the Windsor area. Find yours at allstate.ca slash local. Skating. It's a part of our Canadian heritage, and learning to skate is a great way to stay active and fit. Riverside Skating Club teaches the Skate Canada Can Skate program, developed by experts to teach fundamentals of skating. Plus, hockey players can improve their skating skills with Riverside Skating Club's power skating programs. I'm Matt Dasty, president of the Riverside Skating Club. Call 519-300-6240 and register today. Our experienced coaching staff is ready to serve you. Operating year-round at the WFCU Centre. For more information, visit skateriverside.com. Oh, and uh, hun, don't forget, we're having dinner with my parents tonight. Oh yeah, I can't make it, remember? I lied to you about working late tonight so I can buy myself time to go to the bank and take out a second mortgage on the house so I have the cash I need to use at the craps tables to try to win back the kids' RESPs that I blew at those poker tournaments you didn't know I played in. Say hi to your folks for me. It's never this easy to spot a gambling problem. Get to know the real signs at stopthechase.ca. A message from the Responsible Gambling Council. Holiday Beach Conservation Area in Amherstburg is once again ready for the migration celebration, Hawkfest 2014. Join the A-Team this Saturday and Sunday as thousands of hawks migrate overhead. Nature crafts, kids' activities, zoo to you on Saturday morning, and of course experience the best place in Canada to witness the spectacular migration of majestic raptors. Free hikes and workshops will be available throughout the event. If you can't make this weekend, there's always next weekend. Visit urca.org. Sponsored in part by AM800. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Clearing tonight, a low of 18. Gusty wind late tomorrow morning. Showers beginning tomorrow afternoon along with the risk of a thunderstorm, a high of 25. Showers ending Wednesday night, a risk of a thunderstorm in the evening and after midnight. We'll get 40 millimeters of rain tomorrow. Gusty wind and another low of 18. Mix of sun and cloud Thursday, 40% chance of showers, a high of 20. Mix of sun and cloud Friday, a high of 19. Once again tonight, clearing a low of 18. Tonight, somewhere in between picking up the kids, fighting through traffic, getting to practice, making one last work call, and getting back home with enough time for homework, you've got to figure out what to feed the family for dinner. Subway restaurants make dinner easy with any three-foot-long subs for just $20, any day after 4 p.m. and all day Sunday. It's any three subs, like the cold-cut combo, tuna, or chicken and bacon ranch melt, and it's an easy way to feed the whole family. Subway, eat fresh. Limited time only. Additional charge for extras. Prices and participation may vary, plus tax where applicable. What's your name? My name is Bruce Wayne. Before Batman. Before Penguin, Catwoman, and Riddler. There was Gotham. Witness the origins of the infamous city, where crime and corruption give birth to the most notorious supervillains. I will find the man who did this. <laughs> Gotham, Mondays, starting September 22nd on CTV. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM800. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski, Kelly Steele to our weekly running show. In this week, we have uh, Steve Bell from AM800 and the sports director. Pretend runner. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, we're all runners. Everyone's a runner. Everyone's a runner. Just some of us are way better than others, that's all. <laughs> and uh, and Jay Hudson from uh, 89X. Uh, you know, one of the things that we were talking about was hydration. Mm-hmm. And um, so let's talk about what, what you would do on an average marathon. We talked a little bit about goo. Are, are, are you are you doing both Gatorade and water, or are you just doing water all the way through? Uh, I do a combination of both. Um, I feel like over the years, though, it's been... Uh... I know how important it is, but I feel like some people actually abuse it sometimes to a point where it affects the race. Like they're yeah. drinking too much before. You can drink too much water. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because yep. they're, they're hearing this, like hydrate, 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 hydrate. Yep. And it, it is important. It, it truly is. It depends, especially with the weather and how hot it is. But, um, you know, I try not to like go crazy with it because I've had it a couple bad times like where I was like, you know, drank a lot of water like leading up the week of and then yep. I just felt sluggish and just off and... <laughs> So I think it, everyone's different, and it all depends on your body type. Like, I sweat a lot. Like, some of the dudes I run with, like, they don't even sweat at all. It's, like, crazy. I wish I was them. You know what I mean? It's, like, I'm ruining clothes. I have to put, like, a towel down in my car after every run. and It's it's bad. But uh, I drink 
I just stick with water and then I'll, I'll do like a electrolyte like drink with like a shaker when yeah. I'm done and, yeah. and a protein. But, but it is, it's critical to hydrate, especially yeah. as you're going into the season because we don't know what we're going to get the, this fall season. We could have, I mean, we, we've done Detroit when it's been warm. Uh, Run for Heroes traditionally is around a, uh, about a 55 degree start um, traditionally. And then, you know, by, by the time you're done the race, it's around 70. So, yeah, that's perfect. It's, it's nice. You know, no wind. There's never any wind in Amherstburg. No, no. <laughs> a little bit last Friday night. That was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Jay, when you start off uh, Run for Heroes, you're half there. Are you a guy? Do you hit your pace right on that first mile? Or are you a negative split guy? How do you, How are you going to run your race? Um. Yes. Uh. You know what? I I don't I don't lock in until like usually three four miles. For some reason, I'm not a fast starter. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting better because I feel like once I can master that, I can get better times. Um. But I'm usually like. I'll get my second win, like usually like three miles in. Mm -hmm. So I try, like knowing that, I try to go in a little slower than what my goal pace is. Just back off a little bit. Nothing much, like maybe like five, ten seconds and then speed up. But then I always have in the back of my mind that I need to make up for that lost time, like that I went a little slower. So it's never really perfect, but I do try to... um, maybe 10 15 seconds a little bit slower than what my goal pace is first three miles what you're going to find to be really unique about this course is as you're rounding along the detroit river vista and you're mm-hmm. coming through the historic town of amisburg um you're going to be about an hour well maybe a little bit less than an hour into the race and all of a sudden you're going to get hit with this sea of people from the 10k because the 10k is a slightly different course but they merge onto this common part of the course to go through the historic district wave of to me when you buzz by yeah <laughs> and uh and 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 and, and beller's going to be there on on You'll the 10k look for me. i have the 215 and, sign and okay it, okay you, you're gonna you're gonna love it it's uh it's it's really one of the unique parts of that course when the 10ks finally join in with the halves and fulls and then and then they kind of go meander through the, the historic part go through the fort as they pop out of the fort, then they break off. The fulls go down and, and do the in and out okay. uh, along the river, and then the, the halves continue in along with the 10Ks to finish off the race. So, Sounds like it's going to be awesome. It is always awesome. Yeah, it and is. It's, weather's always perfect. It never rains on a running flat event. And I'm not, not jinx, I'm not jinxing anything. I mean, they just, we're, we're we, made a, we made a deal a long time ago. <laughs> we're sticking to it. Yeah. Another question, Jay, yeah. uh, with hydration. Are you someone who stops at the water stops, or do you run and drink? Uh, I run and drink. I pinch the top of the cup so it doesn't spill, and it still spills all over. And like we were talking about ruining Up clothes. Your nose. Yeah. You'll spend like $50 on a nice like race uh, singlet or uh, tank top, and it'll be completely done by the time it's like Gatorade stains all over and everything. So I've, I've just learned to accept that. But um, I do uh, pinch the top of it. I was running with a guy this past Sunday who lives in Washington, D.C., and he ran uh, a marathon recently. And he said something. They were serving water in uh, what you would – what are those uh, those popsicles called? Like freeze pops? Okay. So they were actually had, there's a company now that puts water in like freeze pops for marathon races. So you just squeeze the water out as opposed to getting idea. all over you. And I was like, wow, it's so simple. It's a great idea. So I'm hoping that comes around sometime soon because I haven't, I've tried to master the whole like drinking and pinching the top of it. And, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully when I get, if I ever get good enough, I can be a sub elite and get my own little water bottle off to the side. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> That's my goal. Just for, just for the water. I want to get better. Perfect. Now, perfect. now what do you eat race morning? Race morning? Um, well, I'm vegan, so I don't eat any meat or uh, any uh, animal products, but I usually, what I'll do is like bagel, um, peanut butter, jelly. I'll do like maybe uh, uh, some sort of bar mm-hmm. and then I'll do caffeine. Lots of oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a running staple. Right, yeah, I need caffeine. Like I, I could never run without it, or work without it, or do anything probably without caffeine. I'm right there with you, <laughs> Bella. Prob- problem is, um, and I found out in the past too. Uh, I'm a big caffeine guy too, but um, a little bit too much. And uh, in fact, during uh, my first half um, in Amherstburg, <laughs> I had to visit one of your porter johnnies, and that's what they're there for. Uh, yeah, but and not that I was looking for a time, but I mean, I, I, I thought, well. Maybe, you know, one under 140 for sure, and I was 140 and change. Well, if I didn't have to have that extra coffee and stop, and it wasn't like I was in there reading the newspaper for an hour, but still. <laughs> Answering text? Yeah, no. Yeah. It, it, but, but no, and, and as I was saying before, even as a novice runner, just doing some halves uh, and, and not being very a rookie or a novice about yeah. it, Oh, the I don't need to hydrate. I don't need the water and stuff. But on a very humid day, yeah. and I know there was one in July. I mentioned before in Tecumseh, just running a half and maybe not bonk, but uh, certainly 
run out of steam and lightheaded and everything at the end of the race and not the time that I really wanted because, gee, I didn't need water. I didn't need Gatorade. I could, mm-hmm. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You do need to keep some fluids in you. Yeah. Spe- and I'm a, a little heavier than you, but, uh, you know, a real sweater. Yep. And you start losing all those fluids if you don't get some of them back in. How many brain cells? I don't know. <laughs> wasn't too smart to begin with, but. Yeah, you lose brain cells for sure. You do. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that, that I did want to talk about before we before we leave is is our, our pylonathon. Because in front of us, uh, between us all, is this large pylon with which George Drew's name on it. <laughs> that uh, was a surprise. Yes, that's a surprise. <laughs> um, you know, uh, this is Boston 2013. That's the one that we actually have on our photos. That. So if, if you guys go to runningflat.com, go to our World Alzheimer's Day Run for Heroes Marathon link, click that. At the very top of the page, you'll see uh, Pylons for Heroes Indiegogo link, uh, Save Our Marathon Now. Hit that, and that'll bring you to our our page where we're trying to crowdsource funding to buy two thousand pylons, which is forty five thousand dollars. And everyone's going like, "That's a lot of money for pylons, Yuzinski. What the hell are you doing?" Well, you know, we rent them from Toronto every year to do the marathon course at a cost of ten thousand dollars. So what we want to do is buy them ourselves, have them in house ourselves, and that'll guarantee the the infrastructure for this race and and you know what it's a boston qualifier guys it's a marathon in our own community it's an event that that people look forward to and that you know we have over 600 tourists flying from all over north america to to do and when you say about the boston qualifier trust me when you're when you're looking to qualify for boston it's really nice to have a flat course Mm -hmm. try to qualify in detroit you got your bridge you have your tunnel you have you know even bell alley you have a bunch of other things so many more people exactly exactly yeah, it's super flat. It, it's it's an iconic course because uh, even I run magazine, uh, a Canadian uh, running magazine has said for two years uh, that this is the place to BQ in the country. So we're we're really really proud of that. So and, and thanks for joining us today. For was, sure, you mentioned, George, for you, you mentioned George a second ago. He's one of the guys that for a number of Beller, you guys have to get a running show on that station. So uh, <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah, and, this is awesome. Really had a good time. Jay, thanks for coming thanks, in. Guys. I look forward to seeing you guys that mor- that morning. I'll be there. Okay, I'll be the guy in the little green car, you know, with the flashing <laughs> lights. But but definitely look forward to having you. Thanks for joining us today. For sure. You've been listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM eight hundred CKLW. And, uh, and that's all I have to say about that. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station.